welcome to the We Talk Health podcast, the official podcast for West Tennessee Healthcare. Please be advised that this podcast is not intended to replace any medical advice. Always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing said in this podcast is intended to supersede or supplement the direction of your medical caretakers. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at wetalkhealthpodcast at gmail.com and we will do our best to answer any questions you may have. Welcome to another episode of We Talk Health. My name is Will Cashagrow, and joining me in the studio today is Miss Lynn Julian and Miss Penny Futrell Smith. They are both mobile crisis clinician twos for Pathways in Jackson, Tennessee. Ladies, how's it going? Oh, it's good. Thank good. you for Very having us. Good. Thanks for coming on today. We're going to be talking about suicide prevention and awareness, and September is Suicide Prevention and Awareness Month. Yes. So before we do that, I want to get to know you guys a little bit better. So, uh, Ms. Penny, we'll start with you. Tell me your name, uh, what you do for West Tennessee Healthcare for Pathways, and what you like to do when you're not at work. Well, my name is Penny Futrell Smith, and I'm a crisis clinician too. I do assessment for individuals at Pathways, uh, the ones that have suicidal ideations, mental health issues, mental health, substance abuse. Okay drugs and alcohol what i like doing when i'm not working with pathways i enjoy spending time with my children spending time with my family helping other people mm-hmm. making everybody have happy moments yeah happy mm-hmm. moments are the best and love going to church oh uh, yeah me too mm-hmm. all right so miss lynn how about you uh my name is lynn julian and i'm also a crisis clinician too at pathways i basically do exactly what penny does okay and when I'm not at work, I love spending time with my big 96-pound boxer, who is also my baby and a lap dog. Amazing. And I'm learning how to garden. I'm actually, okay. yeah. What are you starting to grow in your garden? Well, I don't have a garden because um, we're still redoing our backyard, but I have a hibiscus. I have a diplodenia. I have a firecracker plant, which is really cool Okay. because the hummingbirds like it, and a couple of ferns and some citronella, but... The citronella hate me. So, so. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I know very little about gardening, so uh, you're the expert in the room on that for me. So. <laughs> That's not saying much. <laughs> well, cool. Well, I'm glad you guys came in today. Suicide prevention and awareness is a major topic that people need to understand more about. So I'm excited to talk about it a little bit today. Yes. So September is Suicide Prevention and Awareness Month. And this might seem like a little silly worded question, but why is that important? We, we know it is, but... Can you kind of give me the the specifics of why? It's important because the last year that we have statistics for in Tennessee, we lost over a thousand people to death by suicide. Wow. With many more attempts that were reported. And one is too many. Absolutely. And it's just, I, I can't tell you how important it is to me. I have lived experience. Mm-hmm. And thoughts of suicide is so often gone unnoticed. We don't recognize it enough. We don't recognize the signs as loved ones when we're having people that notice. They notice it almost too late. Mm -hmm. And to lose someone at the time is almost too late and they're already gone. So it's important that we learn the signs and know when people are going through, when they're struggling with things, we need to be able to be aware of the signs. Yeah, absolutely. So it's very important to be having preventative actions. Mm -hmm. There's such a huge stigma, too, surrounding suicide. Sure. People just don't even like to say the word. Mm-hmm. And one of our goals is to reduce the stigma 
and help people understand that suicide is very preventable and it's part of a mental health issue, which is basically a brain disease. Mm-hmm. There's no more shame in having depression, which might lead to suicide, than there is having hypertension. Sure. People don't like to talk about it because they think that talking about it brings on suicide, but actually talking about it does not bring on suicide. It helps prevent it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This might be a weird question to answer. Are there specific things that can happen to people to cause them to want to commit suicide? Can you maybe kind of give me a list of what those might be? This is going to be by no means exhaustive. Sure. But people who already have a mood disorder, bipolar disorder, anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. they're at higher risk. Okay. Uh, people who use substances okay. are at higher risk. The LGBTQ community is at higher risk. People who are going through significant stressors in life, such as uh, the death of a loved one, divorce, a job change, uh, for kids having to change schools or move to a new community, the loss of a boyfriend or girlfriend for kids also can be. And the more stressors that you have, Mm -hmm. the higher the risk. Okay. And also, any adversity, any past adversity, like sexual abuse, Mm -hmm. separation, anxiety, divorce of parents, moving from a different location, maybe from one state to another, especially if you have military parents, if you move Uh, often, being bullied in the schools, mm -hmm. uh, bullied in the community, not being as wealthy as other children, that could cause a lot of suicidal thoughts and suicidal ideation. Being in a bad relationship, like Lynn says, caused a lot of suicidal ideations. And people say, well, that's attention-seeking. But it's not necessarily attention-seeking. It's the adversity that we deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, there is adverse childhood experiences that bring on a lot of this. Adverse childhood experiences is is very real, and it leads to yeah. adversities, and it leads to self-harm. It leads to self-destruction when from childhood to adulthood. Mm-hmm. So it does carry on. Those are aces, right? Those are the aces yeah. that yes. Dr. Nadine Burke talks about very well on mm-hmm. TED Talk. Yeah, yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. that. Uh, I've, I've done a couple of podcasts on aces before, too. So it's yes. kind of cool to see them all kind of intermingled with each other. Mm-hmm. The higher the number of aces, the more at risk you are for a suicide attempt. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That makes sense. So can you talk about the help that is available for people who struggle with suicidal thoughts, specifically at Pathways? Yes, absolutely. At Pathways, we have our triage center, and it's open 24-7-365. Okay. And anybody, literally anybody, can walk into triage and tell the staff, I'm depressed, I want to kill myself, I'm having suicidal thoughts, and they will be seen by a crisis clinician like me or Penny, and then we can make the appropriate referral. We can refer them to outpatient if they've got good support at home and they don't really have a plan yet. This is just starting. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can do that. We have intensive outpatient programs. We have a crisis stabilization unit Mm -hmm. as well, which is a shorter term stay. Okay. And it really gives a good uh, foundation for you to move right on into outpatient services and medication management if that's necessary. And then we even have an inpatient unit, which is a longer length of stay for people that have more complex issues or are so depressed that they did have a plan. They were going to actually attempt to kill themselves. Mm -hmm. So we have a very 
wide range of services. Another cool thing we have at West Tennessee Healthcare is the taking care of our own program. Okay, what is that? And any employee of West Tennessee Healthcare can take advantage of this program. Okay. And you can do that by calling 731-541-8555. And they will help walk you through getting therapy, getting counseling, okay. and other services. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's that's amazing. Really cool. We also have the dispatch department okay. where some people don't sure. feel comfortable coming in, mm-hmm. walking into triage. They're not sure whether they're having suicidal thoughts or suicidal ideation, they can call the dispatch and just ask questions. So the dispatch hotline number is always open at all times. And Lena's going to share the dispatch number that they can contact. I was about they to can, ask for that. Yeah, they can contact the uh, crisis dispatch number at any time, uh, 24 hours, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And they can also talk to a dispatcher. And the dispatcher will contact one of the crisis clinicians. And we could talk to them. And, and it's called a phone consult. Okay. And then we could recommend that they either go to Jackson General Hospital or come in to Pathways in the walk-in center to the triage. Gotcha. Okay. So Lynn is going to share the number with you. It's 800-372-0693. So I want to put those numbers in the description. So listeners, if you're trying to find those numbers, if you're struggling with suicidal thoughts or you just need to speak to somebody please look for the description uh, that number will be in there okay say somebody comes in they are having suicidal thoughts they receive treatment and for all intents and purposes it looks like they're progressing and getting better i guess my question is how do you know that they are versus how do you know that they're acting like they're acting like they're getting better but maybe they're actually not and they don't want anyone to know that's a really good question which fortunately in this crisis stabilization unit and in our inpatient unit we have some really good clinicians okay. and doctors and they are very well trained to know but let's say you're a family member mm-hmm. and your loved one has just gotten out and seems to be doing better you can tell by are they back to their baseline functioning are they back to the person that they were before they got so depressed mm-hmm. Because if they're faking it, they're not going to be able to fake it that long. Uh, okay. Are they eating appropriately like they usually did? Are they sleeping like they usually did? Are they interacting with you and other loved ones like they used to? Mm-hmm. You know, if they're going in their room and withdrawing or they're not really talking very much or they're still having trouble getting back into the workflow and, and doing the things that normally they would do, mm, you might want to pay a little bit more attention and ask the questions. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Let's say that I have a family member who has had suicidal thoughts and I've learned about it. I've been trying to help as best I can, but I just don't know how to do so effectively. Can you give me some tips on what I can do as a, as a member of the family to help that person, whether it's at home, whether it's like asking them to come to the hospital what can I do? Because obviously you don't want anyone in your family to commit suicide. And if I can do anything to help prevent that, I would like to know what's effective and what's not. The very first thing you do is ask. I've noticed you've not quite been yourself lately. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. Are you okay? And if you get more, this is my rule of thumb, if you get more than like a two-second hesitation on the answer to that question, Mm -hmm. you need to ask again and maybe frame it in just a little bit different way. Okay. Seriously, are you you feeling okay? Mm -hmm. And listen to what they have to say. 
And if they're not, ask them open-ended questions. Well, tell me some more. Tell Mm -hmm. me what's going on. And listen again. Do not preach. Oh, it's fine. It's going to be fine. You Mm -hmm. need to, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You need to to get over it. Kind of big boy britches on. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah. No. What they're feeling is very, very real to them. Mm -hmm. And they're in pain. If they're having suicidal thoughts, they're in pain emotionally, maybe physically, Mm -hmm. which is another thing that we missed. Chronic pain or a very serious illness can also lead people to have suicidal thoughts. Okay. So you need to listen and pay attention and let them know, you know what, I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what you're feeling right now, but I can see that you're struggling. So tell me what you would like to see happen. What kind of help can we get you? Would you like to go with me up to Pathways? I'll go with you. I'll sit with you mm-hmm. while you go. I'm here for you. And keep checking in. You know, be the thing that doesn't go away. Yeah. Keep coming back. Are you all right? Let's go out and do something. Let's have dinner here. Can I come over and help you clean the house up? Or I'll clean it up. You just sit and talk to me. Be present for them. Okay. And if it's really bad, Bring them up to pathways. And exactly. And take it serious because some mm-hmm. people think that because people are saying that I'm suicidal or maybe acting suicidal, that they're attention seeking or mm-hmm. just saying that. We have to always take it serious. Be there for them, like Leon just stated. Be there in their presence for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, be that warm body there for them. Let them know that they're not in this alone. Because sometimes we don't understand what they're feeling. Sure. Be a support system for them. Show them that you care about them. And if you're not right there with them, at least drop them a text message mm-hmm. to see if there's anything that they need. Mm-hmm. That they need. Let them know, hey, I'm here to support you. I'm not going to leave you here by yourself. Let them know that there's a hotline crisis number. They can call the suicide line 988 at any time reach out okay. 988 Nine eight eight. I didn't know that one 988 that's the suicide hotline number mm-hmm. reach out to that number that just started in July of this year and it's okay. basically the 911 for suicidal thoughts and don't argue with the individual try not to cause an argument or any kind of conflict with them mm-hmm. yeah. you know don't argue with them just show them the support and sure. uh, don't try to fix the problem yeah that makes sense. A term you said a minute ago was uh, triage. Yes. Now, if someone's having issues and they can go to Jackson to triage, is that at Pathways yes. or is that at the emergency room? No, it's not at the emergency room. Okay. It's at 238 Summer Drive. Okay. Which is right beside the hospital. Gotcha. Right okay. next to Garage 1. Okay. Yeah, it's in the Pathways building itself. Okay. So if, if I were wanting to go see somebody and I and I were to go to the ER, would there be somebody there to like I tell them what, what I'm dealing with, will there be somebody there to direct me to Pathways or to like walk me over? Exactly. Yes, they yeah. do that. Uh, sometimes they will actually have you see a provider in the emergency room first. Okay, that's good to know. And they will run some tests mm-hmm. possibly. Uh, but then they, if they decide they're going to keep you over there in the emergency room for some reason, our clinicians go to the emergency room to seek you. Okay. So I guess the main reason why I ask is that no matter where you go, somebody is going to be there for mm-hmm. you. Yes. Yeah, people will show up. If yes. you're a person listening and you're struggling with suicidal thoughts or ideologies and 
you go to Pathways or you go to the ER, somebody is going to be there to help you out. Yes, exactly. And we're on call 24-7 every day of the week. So someone will be there and be available for you. And if you live in Weekly County and you go to the ER in Martin, Mm -hmm. we'll see you there too. Exactly. Okay. Now, it, it will be by telehealth. Right. But we'll see you there. We see folks in Dyer County. Mm-hmm. We okay. see folks at the ER in Henderson County. Okay. Uh, we see folks at the ER in O'Brien County. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you had one final statement to say to people listening, kind of drive home the point that suicide is not the answer, what would it be? I would say stay. You were made for today. And we'll see you tomorrow. One lost life is one too many. 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Call us 24-7. Okay. So I know there's some print material available for people. I think I saw a QR code. So what I'll do is in the description of the podcast, I'll leave that information in case people are wondering you know, or wanting to know more information about suicide prevention. Listeners on the image of this podcast will actually be the QR code. So if you wanted to scan that with your phone or if you wanted to learn more about suicide prevention and awareness, uh, feel free to do that as well. Uh, and all the phone numbers that were mentioned today are also in the description. So if you're looking for the suicide hotline number or the crisis hotline number, you'll have that as well. Well, ladies, thanks so much for coming in today. This has been a really great conversation. Uh, again, September is Suicide Prevention and Awareness Month, and uh, I'm glad that we can be a small light to the people in West Tennessee to learn more about suicide prevention and awareness. And uh, thank you for what you do. I know it's, like you said, you're on call 24-7. Uh, So thank you for what you do, and uh, God bless you both. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And this has been another episode of We Talk Health.